Good morning. Good game, huh? Which one? Tis the season. Anyone who does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. When you heard this verse from scriptures, what do you think? How do you react? What image do you see? Maybe Good Friday and Jesus carrying his cross and how he fell three different times as he was doing so and needed someone else to help him to get to the final goal. Is it the image of Jesus being nailed to the cross and then dying upon it for us to bring us life? The image of the cross can be pretty negative. It can mean pain and suffering. It can mean burdens. But on the other side of the coin, the image of the cross can be hope, freedom, commitment, commitment to a way of life, a commitment to be and share in that discipleship with our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm sure many of you wear a chain with a cross on it or some other religious medals or so forth. How often do we talk to someone and notice that chain and cross around their neck? Is it simply a nice piece of jewelry Or is it kind of a personal public statement of one's belief and commitment to be a Christian? You know, you would feel comfortable maybe talking to them about whatever the issues may be, living in Christ and so forth. In baptism, early on in the ceremony, which begins at the entrance of the church here, begins with a welcoming and signing of the child with a cross upon their forehead. And again, we baptize the child, and three times we say, making that sign of the cross, I baptize you the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our yes at baptism is less than perfect. There's always room in our lives, I think, that we can always grow deeper and more personal with the Lord. At the Easter Vigil, we bless the water, and then we have the sprinkling rite later on in that and on Easter Sunday morning, which I love it. Especially here, you have the, what we call the broom brushes. You know, I can stand in the middle aisle and sling water all the way to the wall. It's wonderful. Ah, got me again. But we can laugh at that. But the importance is, I call it our altar call. It's not your parents. It's not your grandparents or godparents. It's you as an individual, regardless of your age. We always need to be reminded of that. That we are called, that we have been blessed 
And that Easter, it is that sense of renewal in our life as we celebrate not the darkness of death and pain and the cross, but the resurrection of that cross that Jesus was raised by the Father and they made anew. You know how often you enter and leave the church here. Do you put your hand on the holy water font and bless yourself? Do you think about that or is it just Parents told you, or a teacher told you, or if you were in school back years ago, the nuns told you, and you better dip, or you're in trouble. You get the ruler twice across your thumbs. But again, it is. I baptize you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the idea. It's always that reminder as we enter into this community here that we enter as individuals but yet we enter as a community of believers from level A to level Z and in between. We are one. It is a cross and the sign of the cross that calls us to be set aside. We are called as Christians to a different lifestyle. It calls us from the worldly view of life to that of the sacred our spiritual commitment to walk in the steps of our Savior, Jesus Christ, which enable us then to accept his love and grace. Paul reminds us today as he encouraged Philemon to accept back his slave Onesimus, but not as a slave. But as Paul says, you will know him no longer as slave, but more than a slave, a brother a brother and a man who is in the Lord. In the Lord. As Onesimus came to Paul, he came to know the Lord. He became free and free from his slavery as well as free in accepting his life and his commitment in the Lord. To live a life in the strength and blessings of Jesus Christ. I guess within our own lives, we too become, can become slaves, slaves to the world of power and wealth and our own self-centeredness. Often we look to our jobs, our possessions, our wealth to obtain and seek out our happiness. The question asked then is, what do I want? What do I need? And how will I do this or that? Slavery binds us, it shackles us, it holds us in, it doesn't allow us to move, be free. We lose a sense of our freedom and of our own personal commitment. But as we come to know the Lord and come to personally accept him, saying, I believe. Two words, huh? And yet, how difficult it can be to say that. Then we begin to grow, begin to become different in our faith. We become free and experience a new inner freedom, a new inner peace and strength. The weights and difficulties in life do not 
keep us in shackles or bind us down, but allow us an inner peace and a wisdom as we're able to deal with those situations in life as we heard from wisdom this morning. Instead of saying, I, we say, Lord. Lord, help me in this particular situation. Lord, give me the strength to do the right thing. Lord, walk with me and give me your grace and strength and blessings in this journey. Accepting the cross of Jesus is one of joy, faith, and freedom. It is not something it often entails, though, a struggle, but we're able to overcome with the power and grace of God, overcome those things of the worldly to that of the sacred. Let us not wear a cross around our neck or hanging on the wall of our house just simply as a nice piece of jewelry or an ornament or a decoration. But let it be a reminder that we are not slaves, but free, free in faith, life in the grace of Jesus Christ, our Lord. In freedom, we say yes to accept and live out our call and accept and witness our discipleship in Jesus Christ.